noise. So that was some really nice show prep we had right there. Yeah, it was like, what, eight hours? You people are you people don't get that insider information. We were doing sit-ups and push-ups and jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah. I got some I got some good stories about that coming up. And then Jake was over there going bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee. Yeah, we, we, we did zip zap zop. <laughs> so we're we're ready. I think we're ready. So all you out there, I just hope you're ready for us. You're here on Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. Welcome what up, yo? So, <laughs> since we already touched upon the exercise thing, uh, it's summer. It's summer. Gabe is my boy. Your but boy. he is also out of school now. And he's been, he's been kind of trying to be more active. He's been trying to, you know, he's really trying to get out there and get at it, Trav. Get at it. And it's one good, of the things he's wanted to, to do is, is work a little little uh, physical activity into his routine. And physically fit. You what? Physically fit. Yeah. No, he, he's going to do insanity. Insanity. No, he's not going to do insanity. Okay. He, uh, is we, he going to have a beach bod? Uh, <laughs> it would be great if he did. <clears throat> he's going to outshine his old man. He's probably, he's, I think he's just working out enough that he can try and get strong enough that he could. Uh, we've always had this sort of. Um, David and Goliath thing where mm-hmm. uh, I, since he's been a little kid, will anytime we're on grass, I'll throw him in the grass. <laughs> and he's always, it has been his purpose to try and throw me in the grass, but he's never been able to do it. Mm. He's trying to sweep legs, he's sneaking up on me. Yeah. He's just going to come out with a Louisville slugger and kneecap me. But I, I think the workout routine is sort of to maybe maybe take the crown. Yeah, my my sons are older. They they haven't taken the crown from me yet. No, you no. you're a solid man. I'm I'm a big I'm a big strong boy. You're a solid man. <laughs> I uh like my my nephew. I have a 19 year old nephew that was into wrestling, mm. high school wrestling. He is real wrestling. He is super, and he is also super ripped. So I think he could throw me in the grass, <laughs> but not Gabe so far. But the the culmination I, of that, I almost I almost joined the wrestling team, and I had a I had an injury at the time, so they invited me to come to the practices, and I watched how much they ran, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. No thanks. I'll play basketball if I want to run as that much. As stocky as a man as you are, you would just have to kind of get in that that on all fours position, and <laughs> they they would blow the whistle, and you would just have to kind of tighten up, and nothing would ever happen. <laughs> I mean, I was a little bit. I was around two seventy five in high school, so I was a little bit smaller. So it's still a big man. A little bit better shape, yeah. But, uh, you know, imagine it would be like the that episode of The Simpsons with, uh, you know, when Homer was boxing where it would be a matter of you just sit there until they got tired and <laughs> fell over and then just lay on them. Like rope-a-dope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Gabe and I have been watching One Punch Man, which, by the way, the, the second season is just so disappointing. The rip-off is Single Punch Man. It is, yeah. The rip-off is, uh, one, like... Uno swipe macho, <laughs> but uh, that aside, the one of the conceits is that the this character One Punch Man has gotten way too strong, and the way he did it, that he at least he tells people, is that he set out a workout routine that I, I I'm not going to remember this entirely correctly. It's something like 100 sit ups, 100 push ups, 100 squats, and running like. 10 kilometers a day or something like that. Wow. And so work. It's silly. But uh, Gabe decided he's going to try and put himself to that test. All at once to start out. I think he cut it in half. I think I want to say he tried for 50 of the things and then like 
just run around the block or something like that. <laughs> but he is, you know, he's not used to these things. So he, I came home the first day and I'm like, hey, bud, how'd the, uh, how'd the workout go? And he's like, well, I got the push-ups and the sit-ups and the squats done. And then I put on some, you know, some shorts and stuff. And I got it around the block a ways and I got about halfway and I just threw up on somebody's lawn. <laughs> Good job, Ralph. kid. I heard about an app, and I, I think it's supposed to be like 50 to 55 days. It's supposed to train you uh, to be able to run, I think, a 5K. Really? And it starts out, you know, very short, and then it increases itself every day depending on your, your ability. Hmm. So you kind of push yourself a little more every day, and before you know it, you're doing a 5K. And a 5K is, what, like three miles or something like that? I mean, you 5K is not huge. I won't go near those things. It's it's not a huge amount, so never I have, mean, never will. Just something. People who run five Ks mystify me. Like, man, we're doing the dirty dash this weekend. Like, why would you do that? That's fun. Mystify, mystify me. In excess, is it? Yeah, <laughs> boy, I, I don't I don't think I know any in excess. Wait, 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 wait is it? I. In excess seems like baby you weren't into in excess. Oh, I loved in excess. In my it, in my head, no, I was just never into in excess. What, what was their big hit? I mean, that was one of them. Uh, suicidal blonde was okay, a big suicide. one. That's in excess. Devil inside. Suicidal Devil blonde inside. is in excess. Yeah. Suicidal blonde. Okay, that's good. I like that. Uh, Devil inside. Devil inside. I know. Okay. My mom wouldn't let me get that cassette tape because it said Devil inside. A lot on of it. people I know. I was fortunate in that my parents kind of didn't care what I listened to. <laughs> Which, I didn't listen to a ton of, like, you know, I listened to some ministry that had some questionable lyrics. I I listened to a few things with some questionable lyrics. But nothing that really, I, I you know, I was one of the people in, what was it, 97 when uh, Nine Inch Nails and uh, Marilyn Manson came and Marilyn yeah. Manson wrote, tore up the Book of Mormon. I was one of the people in the stands at the time who was just like, well, that's, that's childish. You're so edgy. Yeah, that, that's like that's really shock me, shock me, shock me with your deviant so, behavior. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a test case of like listening to all that stuff. Just doesn't do anything. What about uh, never tear us apart? I I was standing, you were there. Two worlds collided, and they could never ever tear us apart. We can live. <laughs> I don't know that I recognize, but I'm gonna wait and see how far in you'll get. No, I just those were bands. I it's kind of childish. I'm just you know I like the guitars and the tambourines and you know the, the tambourines no nah, it's have you ever watched aqua teen hunger force hey mr tambourine man yeah yeah i've seen it yeah there's a there's a moment that always stuck with me where carl their neighbors talking about music i think he's like crapping on rap music like uh, the music these days where's the guitars and the tambourines and the widdly 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 wow <laughs> things like that like i i have always liked I've just always liked a harder kind of sound to music, generally speaking. I dig you. Look, I, I used to look, listen to Ice Cube when I was in high school. I had, I had a lot of <laughs> Elliott Smith albums, too. But Elliot Smith. usually uh, the stuff I want to get into is a, a heavier sound. R.I.P. I was, I, I was at that last show that he played, and it was, oh, not, really? it was a bad show. Was it? 
He was, was messing he... up constantly, and he would get so mad at the audience for wanting him to play his hits. You just mm. you could tell he was a dude that was in a bad place. I saw somebody uh, somebody in the UK. It was a, a newspaper posted something <laughs> negative about Morrissey. <laughs> <And> I, follow, <laughs> I follow Morrissey on Facebook, and let's just say I read about. I think I hit Seymour about three times before I gave up. <laughs> And it was just oh, him ranting. Cool see more about. Yep, see more about. He's a good guy. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about five uh, k. Should we do a late to the party five k? No, I will show up. Tony. Late to party five k will be like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that would be. I don't know. Whatever five kilometers is. What would you eat? Fly five kilometers worth of burgers. I don't know what that would. What that measurement would be. I could do that. <clears throat> That's one I could no, do. I, I could walk that distance and eat a burger every mile. Travis, <laughs> I will make you. I, I if we ever gain the kind of audience that would warrant that, I guess I'll do a five k. I'm looking for excuses <laughs> to lose some weight to drop some pounds, That's, man. <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> oh, the ex- the thought of exercise it gums me up. <laughs> I uh, I'm working on. Uh, I've been doing a little better diet wise, and I'm trying to tell myself that uh, right now my body is in a my body is a bad movie. My bo- my body is Theodore Rex. My body is a wonderland. I'm it's just bad, but not even in a fun way at this point. I started watching Theodore Rex yes. because my son's <laughs> going through this kick where he wants to watch crappy movies. And I, I, we're about 25 minutes in. It's horrible. Uh, Theodore Rex likes cookies. I've learned that. And Whoopi Goldberg is not going to put up with Theodore Rex's nonsense. <laughs> you guys should be and watching. And the plot is thinner than Whoopi Goldberg's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's non-existent. <laughs> you guys should uh, watch more like older, like off-brand kaiju stuff. Yeah, I mean, we used to watch that when he was little, like the old Toho stuff. Watch, uh, is it Gidra that's the friend of everyone? The, the <laughs> yeah. turtle that's got rockets in its butt? Yeah, I seem to remember. Some of that stuff. Yeah. At least that's fun to watch. I can't even imagine Theodore Rex being fun to watch. It's not. It's, there, <clears throat> it's So far, it's a murder mystery. <laughs> It really is. I mean, there's like gags. There's cheesy dinosaur gags. But it's like a, a cop drama so far. Weird. It's it's horrible. Weird. Very weird. I don't... I was like, I can't... All right. I know you like watching terrible movies because you think it's funny, but I can't do this right now. That's... The, and then that's the, the rub is trying to find the ones that are bad, but also you can laugh at it. I was like, we need <clears throat> to watch a Seinfeld stat. <laughs> so we watched the one where... Where Poppy pees on the couch. What is the deal with this rubber dinosaur? Why did they get a job together anyway? Poppy peed on my couch. Expert. Expert level. Uh, (laughs) But that is to say that my my body is a bad movie like Theodore Rex. And I'm I'm trying to at least tell myself right now that if I drop enough weight, I can actually start exercising. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough thing. You just got to start small and do walking and things like that. Because, yeah, I, I've always kind of wanted to try a 5K, especially when, when my middle son, Cameron, was he was doing cross-country and stuff like that. And he would always like, hey, Dad, you want to go run with me? And I tried it a few times. But, man, my knees swell up, and then my Achilles tendon starts acting up. The concept of people who love running bewilders me. I would love to get in a place where exercising at least wasn't... Um, excruciating is not the right word. It's just that... It, <laughs> 
it's like I feel every second of exercising feels like an eternity for me. Like I'm trapped in a cage. Right. Despite all my rage, I'm still just, just a, a rat in a cage. Sweaty rat in a cage. You know, people say that there's <clears throat> such a thing as a runner's high. I mean, yeah. I imagine it's probably pretty close to like when I stand up too quickly. I will. Or w- walk up a lot of stairs. It's probably very similar. I'll see people like running on weekends in the kind of early hours, and I'm just like, that does look like it would feel really good. But I know in my own my own frame, I would, number one, just assume that everyone's going, what the hell is that thing coming down the street? And then number two, like, it, it just would, wouldn't feel good. If it does feel good, it should be a sin like everything else that feels good, You know right? what? You're right, Travis. <laughs> get the, get the church's there, eye on what really matters. Let's start shaming those people in good shape. Less trying to take away women's choice, more trying to take away fit people's choice. I'm not fat. I'm humble. <laughs> there you go. I'm just a humble man. <laughs> son of a plumber. <laughs> Eating half a dozen donuts. I'm oh. a son of a plumber, baby. Yeah, you saw that thing. That, that picture that I put up was that apparently a, a Coca-Cola is like <laughs> six donuts. Like, <laughs> right. That can't, that can't be right, right? It can't be. No, there, it can't be right. It can't be. That can't be. That, Travis, it's been said enough. It cannot possibly be right. Because I've seen how much sugar goes into donuts and things like that when you make them. You mean, I mean, you've made you've made cookies and things like that at home, right? But I also, I have to imagine... It's they're cups just strictly, and cups and cups of sugar. They're just strictly talking about sugar. They're not actually talking about what... Like, six donuts would destroy me. Right. Whereas just, you know, a, what is it, a 24-ounce Coke? Like, no, that's not great for me, but I'm going to survive that. If I eat six donuts a day, I would not be able to move. I mean, just think of the calories. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeez. what, $240? Do- er, 240 calories for a, yeah. for a Coke. It's not why we're here. We're not here to it's talk not, about Yeah, donuts. if you came listen, or trying to find fitness came experts, here for donut news. You came to the wrong show. You go to Late to the Donuts <laughs> with uh, Travis Maple Bar. <laughs> so what, what do you... Like, besides being forced to watch bad movies, what have you been up to? I got to open for Chris Hardwick last weekend. That was a lot of fun. How did that feel? Good. I mean, I got to take him to, like, radio. We went to X96. We went to The Mix. And then I took him to Good Things Utah in the morning. Yeah. And then, yeah, I I got to do shows with him. And great. It was a lot of fun. Good. Great sets. Great crowds. He killed. He's he's playing some guitar on stage now. Huh. Back he's to writing his, his own songs. Yeah, because uh, he's I mean, hard and firm. Yeah, hard and firm. So, but he didn't know how to play guitar. He's just recently started teaching oh, no himself kidding. how to play guitar. Huh. Because Mike Furman did the actual musical instruments. I know that at the very least, I know that uh, Hard and Firm did the original Douglas movies. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's and him. That's Mike. I think they've done him for Chris a few. Hardway. So I just I just assumed he had that musical talent. I mean, he's he's been singing because he was in uh, Rock of Ages when it was on. I don't know if it was Broadway, but it it was like touring or whatever. Hmm. I think he was the main. He was the Tom Cruise guy <laughs> in in that cast for at least yeah. a time. Have so, you seen that movie? No. Or play or stage no. play for that matter? No. I had Rock Band and Guitar Hero, oh, so I called that good. Boy. <laughs> boy, that was a that was an interesting place in time when. People quitting their jobs thinking that they were going to be a professional guitar hero or rock band, like, tour people. I didn't know that was even a thing. 
Yeah, it I was mean, a fun game. The same way on. the you know, like there are some games that you know, like some fighting games and some shooter type games that have kind of, kind of a, esports has sprung right. up around it. People thought Guitar Hero was going to have be able to do that, and it just didn't. Hmm. Other other shit. games have. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. But Hardwick was great. I mean, his every set he did was great. Crowd loved him. Uh, he was great with meeting people. Uh, the openers he brought were really cool. Uh, there was a the guy that emceed. His name was Razzle Dangerously. Oh boy. He was in a he was in in a band I guess <laughs> in his earlier years. And then uh, he brought a guy named Kyle Clark, and he's got a podcast named This Is Rad. He's actually the producer for the Jackie and Lori show, which I always listen to. Yeah. Jackie Cation and Lori Kilmartin. So, and he was super funny too, and great guy to hang out with. And he invited me to come on his podcast next time. And I'm in L A. Ooh, I can talk. The- so. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that next time I go down. I always love that running gag that like Laurie Kilmartin and Paul Gilmartin get asked if they're <laughs> if they're related. It's like the, right. the names, the names aren't even the same at all. <laughs> I like to do that with people that have the same first names. Yeah, you guys are related. <laughs> Could happen. That's my bit. That's but it was bit. A, it was a, don't it was steal a really his bit, fun people. Yeah, no kidding. Don't steal my bit. Family Guy, stay away from his people with the same first name bit. <laughs> it was a good weekend though. Good. Today I saw a snake. That was cool. You saw a snake? Yeah, it was it was crawling across the road. Yeah. Getting some sun. Did it did it implore you to taste the apple? No, I had long eaten the apple. Long since eaten the apple. You've long since learned about sin. I took a picture. It was it was at least 3 of my feet. And my feet are these are size 13 shoes. Oh, lengthwise? Yeah. It was a big snake. We used to have a No rattle though. That's good. You don't want a rattler. No, it wasn't a rattler. We had a garter. We had a garter snake that was living in our bushes for a few years, and the last years. Time I saw, wow. Yeah, well, seasons, one or two seasons. I should have paid rent at that. Either point. that. I mean, hey, I'm not prepared. Squatters' to, rights. I am not prepared to say it was the same snake every time. We saw a snake uh, for a year or two, and last time I saw the snake, it was getting, it was getting uh, nervously big. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Bigger than a hose, like bigger around. Like, yeah, I'm, I judge a snake by the girth, not by I'm the length. To, well, you know, it's not the size of the snake; it's the motion of the snake. <laughs> shaft out of nowhere, am I right? Unexpected shaft. We. Uh, I got stung by a wasp today too. Oh boy. Yeah. So mad. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's right. Tomorrow I'm taking a can of White Anglo-Saxon Protestant killer, and I'm gonna spray the crap out of this mailbox. Wasps. Wasps. Just. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Get them. They're the worst. If there's one thing on this planet I hate, it's wasps. Hate them. That's a a safe bet. Kill them. Kill them. Yeah. Anyway. That's too bad. So how far have you gotten in Good Omens? Because I I have finished that series. Wow. Give yourself a gold star. I think I am like in the middle of episode four, if I remember correctly. So as that you're, as that you're a little bit behind me, what are, up to episode four? What are your feelings? Uh, I thought the first two episodes were really good. I thought the third one, where they they keep meeting throughout time, I thought those bits went on too long. There was some good stuff in there, like meeting at uh, at the theater with with Shakespeare. That that went on too long. The the jail in France. 
when he was going to get beheaded, that went on too long. So I think if they would have trimmed those down, it would have been a little, had a little more pop to it. But some of them, it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. You know, some of them, there's something good in there, but they just go on too long. Black Knight. Yeah. So, uh. you know, it's interesting because those, that, that episode, like those things were not really a part of the book. Mm -hmm. And having finished it, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it overall. Uh, it definitely is uh, front loaded with a lot of I think the best content. I maybe feel like toward the end things progressed really fast and didn't. I'd have to talk to you once you're done, especially someone mm-hmm. who who hasn't read it because it felt like it felt like toward the end some stuff really went quickly. Now someone who hasn't read it may look at that and go, "Oh, it all makes it makes perfect sense." As someone who had read, it, I look at this stuff like. Man, I again. I wonder if this makes sense. Haven't been like, you know, I feel like I, I, I don't want to jinx anything for you. Obviously, I want to know what you think at the end. Uh, but even even with it going fast, I still think I really liked it. I do like the main characters. Yeah, a lot. I like you know the angel and Crawley. I can never remember the angel's name. Aziraphale. Aziraphale. Aziraphale at saying his name. That's another. That's but, another uh, advantage you get out of reading it. Is I had to read that name a right. lot. And then I like the kid. The kid's super likable up to this point. He seems. Where is the kid? Perfectly at innocent. Uh, I mean, he's got the dog. He's. I, I'm trying to remember how far I got. I got into episode four. He has met up with the. Uh, she's not the witch. With, um, but the the lady Ephema? that lost the book, and Ephema is yeah. a witch. Technically. Okay, so well, she said she wasn't, yeah. but he met up with her. She gave him some uh, magazines to read and stuff yeah, like okay. that. that. That's as far as I am. Okay, yeah, you you're still early in that. As far as child actor actors go, the kids that are in that are pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, how many of the horsemen have you met so far? I think maybe all of them. I think okay. I met war, and pollution, which took pestilence's place. Is there famine? Yes, there is famine. Famine, yeah, because he creates the the chow. The, the no. What's no. the last one? Death. Oh, I think I just barely met death. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the last thing I saw because the the courier gets hit by a semi. The courier thing they fleshed out a little bit more, and I thought that was really. They, I like that character. That's where I'm at though. I so think I've they met did. all the horses. That's another thing is I honestly almost feel like going back and reading it again to see. You know, I, it took me sadly a long time to read that book because I'm <laughs> bad, and sometimes I wonder if I just. Uh, it, there was a long enough time between reading sessions that I missed a few things, just memory-wise, from not being consistent. <laughs> but again, overall, I think it's great. Um, it's it's up in the air whether or not they'll make more of them. Frankly, uh, I was I was kind of starting to come down the side of oh, why not? But you know, we'll see when you get there. It feels like the end of a story. Yeah, I mean, you got to have the right story where it's just based on a book. That didn't really have more to it. If they were to... I can see it going one of two ways. I guess I can't talk too much about the second. But Lethal Weapon Buddy Cop movie. Lethal Weapon Buddy Cop. They've already got the Lethal Weapon TV show. That I don't know if it's still going on or not. I don't think so. I think they're stopping it. Yeah. Well, the guy who was... Uh, Did anybody ever watch it? I knew, I knew at least one person who liked it. Oh, okay. I had a friend who said it was pretty good. Oh, all right. Uh, I think it had an audience... I know that the guy that was Riggs 
got kicked off of the show. Yeah, I think they they replaced him after the first season, right? I I'm not sure when I, I listened to I listened to a show that he was on explaining it, and it 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 sounds like it sounds like pretty much nobody on the show is fun to be around. He kept trying to put his uh, shoulder back into place. Yeah, slamming his shoulder He's into trying walls. To do that. I never understood that because I guess if you knocked it out forward, that would work. But if you knocked it out backward, you're just pushing it backwards. It looked like he knocked it out down. Yeah, I don't he know. He was like kind of. I don't think it's a valid way, way to to resocketize your your joint. I'm still, I just made up that word, resocketize. I'm still not sure Lethal Weapon is good. Uh, there are definitely more bad ones. I think in the in the eighties they were probably there was nothing like it to that point. I always forget, did they get to Lethal Weapon 5, or was it only Lethal Weapon 4? I only remember Lethal Weapon 4. That was the one that had uh, Chris Rock, right? Yes. Or was he in 3? No, he's he's the one in 4, because... 3 is where they meet. He's okay. I can't remember. I remember from the question we were on, I'm okay being the new blood. Or he said something about new blood, as long as it's none of mine coming out of me, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just look up Lethal Weapon. <clears throat> I will be surprised if there were five, but I will also be surprised if there weren't five. They just—it's one of those things where it had memorable bits in it, like Danny Glover sitting on the toilet for hours that was and two. hours. All the memorable stuff was in two. Was it? Um, I think there were four because the the weird progression was Renee Joe Russo Pesci. got Renee Russo got nude. Huh? Didn't she? Did you say nude? I don't recall her doing that but i know there was somebody nude in most of them i, I, I maybe it was uh the taylor of panama that she did that perhaps um i think so it looks like the show did end this year oh and it looks like there are four lethal weapon movies there you go which is weird. the progression of joe pesci from what he was in the first one which was a crook that was an informant that they were pre- or in the second movie. Mm-hmm. He was a crook in that one. The second one, he's kind of an agent with the frosted, like, white right. hair. And then in the fourth one, he's like a mentally challenged investigator. I'll, the, <laughs> the fourth one's the one where they all get... Uh, Jet Li's in it. Yeah, because they, they get too much of the laughing gas. And they start making fun of the Asian guy. It's, it's pretty bad. Ooh. They all start talking like, like Mel an Gibson? Asian stereotype. That yeah. doesn't I know. sound like something it's, Mel Gibson It's hard would do. to believe, but you've got to take my word on this one. <laughs> no, it, I don't know if that... I don't know. I sometimes think about that and think, were those... I feel like probably the first one seems like an 80s action movie that probably was good. The second one's probably half and half, and then I just bet those last two are garbage. Yeah, probably. That's why I mean that's why they kept trying to bring people in. To be fair, if you wanted to start watching bad movies with your son, say, Hey, let's watch Lethal Weapon three and four. <laughs> maybe, maybe. There's there's why gonna not? be some you know. We watched all the Superman movies. All of them. Even the George Reeves ones? Okay, we didn't go to George Reeves. Okay. All the Christopher Reeves. We watched, uh, what's the Superman for, the Quest for Peace? Yeah, that, that's Ugh. the one with Nuclear Man, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that The, the Junkyard Fight good. is something special. They'll, I'm sure that movie's terrible. That's the one with Dirtbag Superman in it? Is that Superman yeah. 4? Yep. 
There will always be a special place in my heart for Dirtbag Superman. Where he starts sexually harassing women. He flicking peanuts and yeah, breaking things. Breaking and, bottles. I don't remember it well enough to remember. I, I'm I'm not going to try and pretend like it wasn't. I'm sure it was him sexually harassing women. I just don't remember that from the time I watched it. Was, it. He was being a little aggressive with innocent little Lana Lang. No. Not the cool. The actress ended up playing uh, uh, Superman's mother in the Smallville series. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, that's right. Red-headed lady. I, I can't remember her name. I watched Smallville. Eh, it was hit Won't and miss. somebody save me? There, there was too, way too much. I mean, Let 10 seasons. Something, yeah. Nice. 10 seasons at like 22 episodes. Early on, Smallville was a fun show to watch. Yeah. But then you just kept waiting. All right, is he Superman now? No. Is he Superman now? No. And then is they he Superman now? No. Gotham, I've got... I need to watch, like, I think, the last three episodes. I've kind of been sitting on them for a day where... I don't have anything to do, but I really do enjoy Gotham. It's that's, it's kind of it's sad that it's going away, but that's fine. I mean, how many how many seasons? Or I think this is four or five. That's fair. I don't know. It's an interesting talk to have at some point about like because uh, I boy I can't remember. I saw something about a new ish show. I was just reading a little bit about, and the producers made some mention about doing a a like uh three seasons and done and they were just talking about oh it's it's great that like tv shows now don't have to feel the need to like what we need to do is get to that syndication money yeah i mean i totally understand that that's where that's where you start making money is in the reruns but it is a good show and i'm sorry it's going away there's other really worse shows that that are still there there is certainly that Speaking of shows that are not bad, oh, I started watching Deadwood. I am in the same. See now, here is the thing. So the first season of Deadwood, I made it on originally watching it. I made it uh, a little bit into season two, but fell off. And oddly enough, my memory is like I was watching season two. I'm like, ah, this isn't really grabbing me. Season two or season one is really good. Season two is oddly enough just like amazingly better and there's three seasons total right i believe that is the case i think i've heard some maybe shady things about season three but oh if you never made it through season three no i'm they are on amazon prime if you have amazon prime uh i have access to some hbo stuff so okay i'm doing a-okay with that uh i you know what even if it's a bad season if all i get to do is watch ian mcshane as al (laughs) swearingen Doesn't matter what the season is. All I want to do is watch Ian McShane. Yeah, I, there's a lot of language in it. My wife walked in in a particularly languagey scene, and it was probably in 30 seconds. I don't know, 17 to 18 f bombs. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it's she's like, "What are you watching?" There, there are occasional. There is at least one scene that I saw in one of the just recent episodes of someone trying to trying to ask elsewhere engine to hold back this and it's funny watching it watching him try to respectfully stop swearing and just being completely unable to right i said if you think there's a lot of f-bombs you should hear the other things in here i said yes. they say one term and on here I'll, I'll say the same way i said it to my wife let's just say it rhymes with chalk truckers yeah yeah that <laughs> one's uh have you have you gotten to the episode with woo yet 
No, I haven't. Yeah, there, there's a, some fun stuff with that with Wu coming up. <laughs> so I, I think I talked to you a little bit about the thing that kind of really gets me is there's really a lot of good comedy in it. Yeah, I mean... Dealing with with characters that they're not even necessarily going for bits and things like right. that, but just like seeing, you know, seeing anyone deal with E.B. Farnham or Dan... <laughs> Dan's, you know, kind of emotional attachment to Al Swearinger, the big guy. Just th- there are a lot of funny characters in the show. Yeah, it just it's situational humor. Brad Dourif is amazing in it. Oh yeah, he's not always particularly funny, but he's he's very intense. Who does he play? The Doctor. Oh yeah, he was Worm Tongue in yeah the Lord of the Rings yeah. movies. It took me. I was like, I know this guy's face from somewhere. He's really good though. He's really good in it. The woman. I wish I could remember her name right now. I should just bring up the cast, but the woman who is Calamity Jane is particularly good. Yeah, she can talk like this a lot. She's a little bit like Carl from Sling Play. Yeah. <laughs> if Carl had a sister in the 1800s. I, I want to say I wouldn't recognize her from... I haven't recognized her in anything else, but she could be a completely different person outside of that. Oh, I'm sure. That was definitely a character choice to play her like that. But you know, Wild Bill Hickok is is pretty pretty smooth so far. Yeah, he's terrible at gambling apparently. Yes, <laughs> he's got the dude with the eye that's. They get oh him. yeah, that's a God. What's his name? Oh, you know that Garrett guy's name? Dillahunt, right? Is that his name? I'd have yeah, to find. Yeah, he was it in. Here, but... He was in a. Uh, first of all, he was in the reboot of, uh, the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. That was a TV show. Yeah. It had, uh, well, he was a Terminator in it, but it had uh, the lady from, uh, you know, the Sword and yeah. Dragon show. Yeah, I, I can't do it right now. I can't I remember what, what her name about. is. Yeah. She was actually in uh, Fighting With My Family, which which I also watched. Oh, no kidding. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, Robin, Robin Weigert was Calamity Jane, and just seeing this production, or this, like, studio shot of her, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a relatively different look. I would really like to see more things with her in it because she's, she, all the characters in it are just really deep. The the Reverend guy is a particularly interesting character, and you haven't. I always, I'm what like two three episodes in, and I feel like he's gonna have a dark turn at some point. Maybe I'm wrong. I just it's just a you, hunch. I get. you know what I I'm really interested in catching up with you more on on further episodes because <laughs> there's just. Timothy Oliphant, of course, is good. Timothy Oliphant is good in it. He may be, at least as far as I've watched, he may be the most consistent character. He kind of sticks with his moral code. Kind of sticks with the moral code and is just ready to snap all the time. Yeah, I can't believe... I mean, I guess he doesn't have the luxury of knowing what kind of a man Al Swearingen is, where we do. I would say... But he... Like, episode two, he's like snapping at him <laughs> at this point you don't have you you kind of you were fed a very black and white version of what al swearingen is okay so he becomes more complex very much so very mm. much so and all right just about everybody in it is very complex mm. i'm sure i'm sure uh seth bullock oliphant's character is is complex enough but it's there, there's a, a rigidity to the performance that he's, he's doing a great job, but it's it's a rigid performance for the most part. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So but far, I, so far, so good. I have been really enjoying that show. And the second season, man, 
you know, there there's uh, there's some medical stuff in season two <laughs> that um, uh. is both. It is at the same time uh, like kind of hilarious and gut wrenching and. It's almost it's like operatic, like literally gut wrenching. I could see that in the old yes, West. very much so. Just shoot me, shoot me. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Oh, when there's you get there. there's spots in there. I think it's in episode one where a family gets hacked up and there's wolves like eating them, and then they show another spot where uh, the bad guys like Alan Swearingen's guys throw a guy in with the pigs and yeah, the pigs woos, are like woos pigs eating his nards and stuff. that's woos pigs are woos pigs are characters in and of themselves is that the woo you're talking about yeah okay i don't yeah. think he said anything so far he there's a, a pretty early on episode with him and him and al kind of addressing their relationship that's it's i mean they're for the most part they're all good episodes <laughs> they've all got really good uh you know it's really good I don't. I don't know that I. You know, it's not like I really need to stand up for Deadwood. It's right. I mean, it happened like ten years ago. Yeah. I just got back into it because you've talked about it, and then they've got the movie coming out, and then I was talking about it with like Chris Hardwick and and his openers, and it sounds really good. So I, if you can, if you can not be bothered by the like the vulgarity, completely just becomes background noise at some yeah, point. Yeah, there is a point where you just. You stop hearing it. It's really. it, it's kind of fascinating, and it just they stops told they told me to do a drinking game. I I, I ate Cheetos dead. instead, and you I ate like dead. a whole bag of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, once we, we're just gonna run the gamut on those uh, amazing HBO series. Like we're gonna we're gonna get you to watch The Wire next. Oh, that one I know is really intense. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle the intense cop drama of The Wire and the. I mean, it's like gang members and stuff like that. That seems really it's mostly, real. It's heavily dealing with like drug war stuff. Each season has sort of, I mean, it's kind of throughout the drug war, but each season has kind of a theme of like drug war. Oddly enough, the second season deals with uh, loading docks. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's one of the things that's, that it's famous for, that it's its second <laughs> season is a very, very hard turn. But I, I, I still, I like the second season of it a lot. They have seen the fourth season's about education, which is maybe their best season. Hmm. I, it's, you know, I'm going to try and push you toward it because it really is an amazing show. Someday, someday, you, I will get, get to, to see, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I don't think I don't think I'm ever going to get to Game of Thrones. Or as I thought it was for the first two years, Game of Thorns. Because I'd never watched it. I just kept reasonable. seeing people's posts. And there was a New York Times article that I've seen a lot of the... Now that I've avoided Game of Thrones for all this time, I watched all of it, and here's what I'm thinking. I'm like, that can't possibly be anything but pithiness, right? I didn't watch them because I don't have HBO. It was no, like, uh, I'm going to wait till the end. It was just like, yeah, uh, I don't want to pay for HBO. No. The <laughs> the tone of it seemed to be, I've been avoiding it for this whole time, and now I've watched uh, all of it. And uh. Well, obviously, they're trying to get some sort of like uh, morality points for that kind of tone which is ridiculous you know who got their start in the wire right um no wouldn't say he got his i wouldn't say he got his start but idris elba is particularly oh really he's in the wire and okay a very young michael b jordan is in that fourth season Uh, of the wire okay all right michael b 
I encourage you. I mean, it's 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 not going to be as vulgar as Deadwood, so <laughs> you got that going for you. It just sounds depressing. Deadwood, I mean, happened a hundred something years ago. I will say The Wire can be very depressing. Where that's current things, current issues in the world today. It do you seems find bum, do you find Deadwood depressing at all so far? Not so far. I mean, you, I, I mean, the the little girl's family getting murdered is depressing but. that's one of those one of the weird things is i guess going into it i thought deadwood was going to be oddly enough darker than it is but there's there's so much kind of silliness going on with some of the characters that i right. just never really i never really get too steeped in it being dark yeah i mean there's i think it's the character development so you don't think about it being dark as much but yes like the wire the wire gets pretty depressing at times so if you're worried about depression, the wire might not be your jam. You want to know something I'll probably never see because what? it's already done? What? Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's... Canceled. That's maybe a bummer. That's a bummer except for the thing that I'm still not really on board with, the DC streaming. I kind of want to do it. Like, I might do it for a month or two and just watch everything, like binge it all, and then cancel it. I've got... I'm so backed up on just everything. Yeah, there's so much. I, I know. Have, being a fan of everything is a mistake. It's I really, cannot, really hard. I cannot keep up. Well, I mean, look at Disney Plus. They keep putting things out. They yeah. just announced they're going to have Chip and Dale shorts. They're going to be like seven minute cartoons, they're, like traditional animation style I think cartoons. They're going to do a Willow show. Yeah, I think that True Lies show is going to be on Disney streaming. Really? I. Th- think that was what it was true lies is it going to be the same characters oh you didn't i tell you about this no there's going to be a true oh get excited travis okay get excited does it does my face tell you excitement yes it does it says sarcastic the, excitement. <laughs> the director on those is going to be mick g oh so mick g from charlie's angels and early supernaturals fame the quality is going to be overflowing I like spy stuff. Are they just going to recast it? I have no idea. That was just a... I, I think all I basically heard from that is, you know, True Lies TV show, McGee, Disney streaming. I mean, they're, they're doing... There's a Monsters, Inc. show they're going to do. They're doing a bunch of Marvel stuff, a bunch of Star Wars stuff. It's. I'm definitely getting Disney+. Plus. What is it, November? I or think is it October? I haven't been following I think that. it's November. I'm probably going to get on board with that, but I... I think I'm. I think I'm hitting that breaking point where it's all becoming. I mean, not. I mean, I've always had more stuff than I can watch. Right. Being a little older and you know having family life and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I'm. I am hitting the weird. I think I might be hitting the weird breaking point that a lot of people get to go where I'm like, I might be Star Wars, Marvel, all that stuff out a little Whoa. bit. Whoa. I know. I know. You better. You better rekindle that romance. I. I never wanted to be the guy who says that. You know, like making more of it cheapens it. I didn't want to be that guy, but like they're making more of everything. Yeah. I mean, it is going to hit a point where the quality goes downhill and they're just putting it out just to put it out, just to make a buck. But for right now, I think we're we're still getting quality. We hit something of a, we hit something of a stopgap. I don't know, stopgaps. Stopgap's not the right word. We hit a little bit of a break with the Marvel stuff. So Mm -hmm. it'll, some of it will be dependent upon what comes in the future and what it's like, but there's just so much good Star streaming Wars stuff wise, out there's there. There's so much Star Wars stuff out there. Like I even want to watch the Star Trek uh, show that's on uh, CBS. 
Plus or yeah, I'd like whatever. to check all that. access. That's what it's called. Is it Star Trek Discovery? Is that I what it is? That, I believe that's what it's called. That yeah, looks I'd really like good. Watch, I want, I want to like check to that, that out. I'm not going to pay for a CBS streaming service. Me neither. It might be another one of those where I do it for a month and then stop kick it to the goob- curb. Stop being goobers and put it on. Put it on actual streaming services. Stop making your own, please. You know, if I had to, if I had to ditch one, I'm kind of leaning toward Netflix. There's not as much coming you out on Netflix. Are not in- How would you know? How would you know? That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hulu has I was just thinking- brand new shows that come on there. Amazon Prime, I get Amazon Prime because I also, you know, get yeah. Amazon packages and use the music. So I'm not going to get rid of that. Amazon's given me a couple of really good ones lately. And they're still good. Like, I, I've, been, I, I've been watching, uh, I think it's called The Chef Show or something like that. It's John Favreau. Yeah. It's based on the yeah, movie Chef. That. And that's really fun. I've been watching that. That's that's a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to Stranger Things and that's Umbrella Netflix. Academy too. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm or saying is that there what are, you're talking about specifically. Yeah, there Netflix. there are still good things on Netflix, but there's also just a lot of I stuff was, that I have zero interest in watching. As silly as it sounds, I was actually thinking today like Netflix just needs a previews channel. Oh yeah, it, because I've there's so about much stuff c- coming so fast. I have no idea. How to parse what I want to watch and what I don't. Do you remember when we were kids, they would do this thing and it would be around right before summer vacation started and there would be like a half hour to half hour preview show. It would be in prime time and it would be previewing all of the upcoming Saturday morning cartoons. I kind of do remember that, yeah. That's what they need. I just, they they need us, because I mean, they've got, the thing, the one that always gets me is the, there are like two of them and it's something like new new releases and new there, there are two new categories and i have no right. idea what's the difference it's between the two recently added in new releases and they're basically the same they're basically thing. the same thing yeah. so they they have lots of categories just make one of and then popular one, on netflix <laughs> yeah popular on netflix hey guess what popular on netflix is just a bunch of netflix shows like what what does that even basically yeah Netflix, I'm sure, has tons of stuff that I would think is great. I, w- I was uh, going through them, and they had this m- new movie called I Am Mother. You see? Oh, that's that? a, I, I have seen the picture. It's a robot walking with a toddler. The preview looks kind of okay. Gabe, Gabe watched it today, and he said it's it's an okay movie for what that's worth. I, I've told you this before. I get... I get like anxiety when I'm flipping through the stuff and it starts playing a trailer. I don't care for that either. I hate it. I really do. I would I'd rather go through Amazon Prime that doesn't do that and look at what's Stop on there. Stop making that hand motion at me. <laughs> I know that's supposed to be a remote, but it's a uh, It's my little Roku remote. I'm pushing the button down. Unexpected shaft in the studio. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, it, it drives me crazy. I have watched a few things because of it. Like I watched Ali Wong has a, a new romantic comedy I've on there. I've heard that's really good. It's Always Be My Maybe, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And that was that was a lot of fun. My that's wife one and that I watched it. Penny watch. and I watched it. We like that. But I've been stuck. I have to focus myself or I'm never going to get anything done. <laughs> so I'm trying to. I mean, Good Omens was something I was always going to do. So Keanu Reeves is in that Always Be My Maybe. Oh, we're, Spoiler. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's, he's in the trailer, so it's not spoiling anything. But. The first, he's in a couple scenes. The first scene that he's in, it's it's like a heightened version of Keanu Reeves, and it's kind of charming, but also a little obnoxious. Is that where the gift but, comes of him in the glasses? Is that from yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That's from that, okay. Yeah, that's from that. And then they go back to, like, 
his apartment and they start playing basically like truth or dare or something like that. He's got a different term for it, but it gets a little more intense and he kind of comes off as a dick, but I don't know why they made that choice. He comes off as a dick, but then, and then he's like, Oh yeah, sorry. I went a little too far with that. And then he like pays for them to get an Uber to go home or something like that. It is truly, (laughs) it is truly the year of Keanu. It is just wait till Bill and Ted come out. I, Hey, I'm on board, man. John wick three. Always be my maybe. John Wick 4 is going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. but uh, He said he's going to make them until people don't want to see them anymore. Good. I mean, <laughs> good-ish. Like, they've done three really good ones. You still haven't hit three yet, have you? No, I haven't been yeah. able to get to the theater. Parabellum. I still haven't seen... I have tickets, basically, to go see uh, the the new X-Men movie and haven't haven't got around to seeing it. If, uh, like, for realsies, if John Wick is still in the... If John Wick 3... Parabellum is still in theaters. I would encourage you to try to make sure you get to see that in a theater. If there is a theater near me, I do not think me, you're going to be sad if you do not see uh, Dark Phoenix right. in a theater. Well, the tickets are specifically for oh, really? Dark Phoenix. That that's the thing. They're rewards or whatever. How but fortunate! I'm going to be in Carson <laughs> City this weekend. So if there is a theater near me, I'll probably go check out John Wick Three during the can, day or something. It, it's it makes for a good uh, theater experience. Yeah, I'll, I'll go check it. It's either John Wick 3 or Tahoe. So we'll see. But I told you about, because uh, E3 is going on, Trav. Yeah. Um, they had a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and no one even knew it was... Ha- There's even a funny story that goes with this. I'll just brief pass away. All right. You, you know who Shigeru Miyamoto is? No. It's like creator of Mario. Okay. He's... He's this very kind of whimsical, sweet, older gentleman. All right. He's well-renowned. I may have seen him on something. Well-renowned. Just you know, he's, he's like Keanu for games, kind okay. of. Okay. And uh, X, Xbox, there's been this kind of long rumor. of you, you familiar with the, the Xbox Game Pass thing? No, it's, but I probably it's, imagine that. It's kind of like a Netflix gaming. Right. It's kind of like you pay a monthly fee and they have a suite of games you can download and play See, that's the thing that that's the thing that turns me off about new games is downloading them it's great i don't think so because on ours my kids are like well i gotta delete this game so i can download this game that's like that kid me admittedly that can be frustrating Put it on a disc admittedly that can be frustrating sometimes you get yourself a you get yourself a solid state drive they're not super expensive and then you've just got space for days Hmm. But, uh, you know, I get you there. That's another one of those things that I try to keep inside of, like, I need to prioritize. I need to s- stick to it. Don't don't download 10 or 12 games that I have no intention of getting to for months. But uh, there's been this long-standing rumor. There's been kind of a long-standing rumor that Xbox is trying to bring Game Pass to, like, the, the Switch platform. Hmm. That they want to get together with that. There's been a lot more synergy of... With Nintendo? Yeah. There's been a lot more synergy with games like like Fortnite. When you're playing Fortnite, you can be playing on your Xbox with people who play on Switch. Okay, so it used to be like format exclusive. Used to be, used to be not not or as much platform ex- exclusive. It, not as much platform exclusive. It was just like if you were playing, say, Fortnite on your Xbox, and someone had a Switch who had Fortnite, you guys couldn't play together. Right. That's but what. I, there's a little more break. That's what down I'm trying to walls. say. Okay. But there had been these rumors, like, uh, so Microsoft was getting ready to have their so conference. So it's the Starbelly Sneeches. 
absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, Travis. It is the Starbelly Sneeches. That's all. That's human nature. Yes. yes you can't, everything breaks down to Dr. Seuss. It, I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> but there had been people going into this conversation, hey, people have seen Shigurui. People have seen Miyamoto. He's here. They're going to announce it. Turns out, people mistook somebody. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's funny. You'd, ha- you'd have to look at them. Uh, Wh- who they mistook was, they have this Cyberpunk 2077 uh, trailer. Okay. Where at the end, the person who's be the, supposed to be the protagonist is like, been thrown in a junkyard. Uh-huh. He's half robot, been thrown in a junkyard. And you're seeing from his perspective, you see a pair of uh, feet and... <laughs> You hear someone you hear someone say something effective like you can't stay down now. We got a revolution to start something like that. Right. And the person leans down, and it's you know computer rendered Keanu Reeves with sunglasses <laughs> on, and a door opens up and Keanu Reeves comes out <laughs> in like a t-shirt and some stuff like that. I See, saw the picture of this that. is this is as he's nicely referred to Shigi Miyamoto. Okay. People mistook. He created Mario. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't even look fifty. He is an elderly gentleman. That might be a newer-ish photo. Okay. Regardless, he looks very good for his age. Saying he created Mario is a he must be seeing Doctor Mario. He was he was there for like the early days of Nintendo. So he didn't create like Donkey Kong, which is where Mario started, right? I wish I could. He he was key in like Super Mario stuff. He might have been there for Donkey Kong. I. I am not as much of a scholar of that as I would like to okay. be. Okay. He but, was uh, influential in the very, in the origins of Mario. He's been very influential in, in, in okay. you know, big deal Nintendo stuff over the years. Uh, so Keanu comes it's out. It's me, Mario. It's, he, he's hyping the crowd up. You can kind of tell that it's not like he's, it's, you know, he's been brought in on this. He seems like he's excited about the project, but not really knowing a, a lot about what it is. Right. There's a really sweet part where he says something about, you know, the, the stuff in this game is breathtaking. And <laughs> it's quiet for just enough a second to hear someone just shout, you're breathtaking. And he jumps and just goes, no, you're breathtaking. <laughs> he's just really very, Keanu Reeves is really, the, he's he's this generation's Tom Hanks. He's just the, the guy you can't really, you just can't say anything bad about him. He's like, uh, he's hitting that weird beyond just movie star like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Quirkiness. You know, I guess that's a that's a category now. But I, I just think, I think Keanu is just a very genuine person. Whereas we've talked, maybe Jeff Goldblum plays a little bit of a persona. Do you ever wonder how much is going on in Keanu's head, though? He's a very deep guy. Is he? He really is, yeah. Like sometimes when I'm watching John Wick or The Matrix, he delivers his lines just like this. Yeah, I've always I've always been on the side of he d- I like him, don't get me wrong, but he is his a performances little, he can be a little wooden. No one is quite like that's I, I I get where you're coming from. He does seem wooden, but I think but it works. I've just come to realize I think he's I think he's just like that. If he started acting like Nick Cage it would be weird. Yeah. So yeah, just the it. It seems like it. It fits his personality. I think is why he's, it works. He's, he's not, incredibly likable. Right. Is his John Wick stuff is just that character is way cool. Mm-hmm. He's not overboard. The cool thing about John Wick is it came out of nowhere. 
Nobody expected this John Wick movie starring Keanu. Because Keanu Reeves was, I mean, he was working, but it's not like he was Tom Cruise when John Wick came out, right? I mean, The Matrix was huge. I know, but he was he was respected for a movie that came out 15 years ago, and he was still working. But it, it came out of nowhere. Like, Tom yeah. Cruise doesn't do anything that comes out of nowhere. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not, you're it just, not wrong. It's just like, oh, what is this? Kind of like The Matrix did, too. Because The Matrix yeah. kind of came out of nowhere, too. Boy, don't you miss a time where something could come out of nowhere like that? I, I, I mean, things do. Like, Umbrella Academy. It just kind of came out. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I did not expect. I mean, waiting for things in the anticipation of the next Star Wars movie or the next Avengers. Th- that's really cool, too. But when something you had no idea even existed just kind of pops up and... Like Stranger Things, I knew nothing about it until uh, I saw it pop up on my Netflix, and I was like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Oh, Winona Ryder's in it. I'll watch it just because I like like Winona Ryder." And then loved it. And it now I'm waiting for Stranger Things season three. But but when it just came out of nowhere, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." I don't know. This is an impression that I get. Things like Star do, Wars. Do, 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 do. Oh yes, it's the, the mighty mighty boss that I get. I've never had to knock on wood. No, someone who did. Never had to knock on wood. Occasionally, it makes me wonder if I should. <laughs> uh, if you're making Star Wars, I don't think you have a ton of wiggle room, especially considering Last Jedi was a time where someone was giving a li- given a little wiggle room for creativity. Right. I think when you're making these things now, or the Marvel stuff in particular, you're not given a lot of wiggle room to do anything too out of nowhere i think if you take out the casino stuff in last jedi it's a great movie i but the I casino stuff you. really drags it down that I'd it didn't need you. and it's not even the characters of no po and er, no not poe but uh finn and rose finn and rose, finn and rose aren't the fine. problem it was that storyline you did didn't need to be there yeah they could have done that a different way where they go find a part or they you know they bond or whatever it could have been more exciting that that was just kind of lame the, but the rest of the movie is really good. The Last Jedi is not without its faults. I but, like I like the green milk. Okay, they, <laughs> you so like a green milk. Good old stinky whistle teats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the fully work on that one. <laughs> but it it was definitely it was a chance. Right, making it the way they did. I I wish. I, I I've told you I'm I'm a bit scared that. Uh, right or whoa, you okay there? <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Poppity pop. That was my knee. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned. Rise of Skywalker is going to be a pullback from that, but the Marvel stuff in particular. I was thinking about that. I was actually thinking about that today. That for me personally, Iron Man's death didn't have a ton of impact because you already know, what? dude was leaving. You already knew dude was leaving. I didn't know for sure. I thought he might be popping in from time to time. Mm. Actually, the Russos. I guess it's not necessarily. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that he was going to. The character was going to die, but I knew that those those two guys in particular right. weren't coming back for anymore and for the foreseeable future. They've left the door open that they might be able to make. The Russos said this actually like yesterday. That they're hoping that somewhere down the line, Chris Evans will want to make another Captain America movie. And we kind of mentioned it in a past episode where they can make something 
you know, in the in the forties or fifties or whatever time he went back to. Well, there there's established story things about an old Steve Rogers, so they I mean, might they be could able to do just have him do because he did, the the old Steve Rogers did. I think it was a, a likable thing. I mean, if and they're going to do that, they could just recast it. I mean, realistically, old Chris Evans is about what actual Sam Jackson is at this point. Yeah, but Sam Jackson, I don't he doesn't look like he's in his 70s, no. but he is. No. I mean, shaving the head probably helps. Yes. But he still does look I mean, even in the Shaft trailers, we talked about Shaft yeah. last week that it was he a still, surprise. He looks yeah, unexpected yet. But uh that's just as to say that Finding out, it's hard to be surprised. And yeah, John right. Wick was something that you didn't know much. Or in this case, this game stuff, not knowing that Keanu was a part of it and having that like, wow, this is the thing. And having him actually be there and hyping people up. Stuff like being surprised is fun and it doesn't happen a ton. And they're right. through, no, E3, definitely- through E3, there have been some pretty good. They're making a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is kind of crazy. Surprise uh, stuff is great because it's just a nice little treat that you didn't know about. Travis, there's a Dark Crystal Tactics game coming out. Hmm. I For what? PC? I think it's going to be on Switch. Uh. Although I will say, so that was a weird trailer. Hmm. They, they had an Olga, Olga trailer. Yeah. And the game looks kind of like a mobile-ish game. Hmm. When I heard that it was happening, I was hoping for something a little more kind of... Mobile, like how you can take the Switch off of the thing and take it with just you? Just more like something you could play on a phone if you wanted to. Uh-huh. And it had sort of a graphic style of, like, you could play this on a phone. Some dude brought the Power Glove for Chris Hardwick to sign. <laughs> the Chris the Hardwick glove just... Is, the Power Glove was a bad thing. It doesn't really even work. <laughs> it looked ridiculous. I'd never seen one in person oh, really? before. Yeah, yeah, it was the first time I'd seen one, and it's, it looked like it was super cumbersome to use. <laughs> it is no, it that's the thing. It doesn't work. It's got a controller like on the knucks. Right. It's. I mean, it was phase one of the Wii. I don't even think that stuff. I, in the, the Wii, in the, the Wizard, the it's so bad. Like he was playing it like you could do motion controls. I don't think it did that. Remember how everybody thought the Wii and what was the what was the Xbox one. Connect. The Connect was going to be the future of gaming, and it kind of. Hey, I, I was. It I was, was for a little while. It was around and relevant. I wanted it to work. They like. There's some games like Dance Central that are, were pretty fun. It wasn't like one to one motion stuff, but it it was pretty fun. Hmm. The Wii, we the Wii. Oh dear, are you okay? I'm good. I'm the good. Wii was yeah. kind of the Wii was like a cultural phenomenon. I mean, it's still. I don't we know still was, we still play it every once in a while. We bowling and. Crap like that, you know, yeah. it's kind of fun. And then I yell because I'm losing, and I <laughs> these controllers don't work. They don't work. I'm a good bowler, very much so. Yeah, I bowled it straight down the middle. Yeah. Why is it a gutter ball? Yeah. Can we talk real quick about like a few castings? Okay, you got uh, some stuff. They confirmed uh, Woody Harrelson will be in Venom Two as Carnage. So you've seen Venom? Yes, no. Yeah, I saw Venom. So I mean, he was it was a guilty pleasure. He was in that. He was that part at the end. So. Yep. Yep. So, it would have been weird if he'd done that, and there's like, nah, I don't want to. We decided sequel. not. Yeah. So he's I, confirmed. I think Venom did really good. Yeah, it did. It's aggressively okay, but I guess it did really good. It made money. They're people making like, a sequel. People like Venom. People like Venom. Godzilla started out pretty good, but it's kind of slowing down, which is a bummer because I really liked it. Everything is that. 
I read something that people were talking about today of the meteoric rise of Endgame, and it kind of fell off a cliff as far as that's just that's just how movies work now. Isn't it crazy that like Solo made over two hundred million dollars and it's considered a bomb? Yeah. If it was two hundred million dollars twenty years ago, it would have been in one of the top ten grossing movies of all time. Endgame almost caught Avatar. It's certainly not a flop, but it was just the but the thing I was reading. They just considered it weird. Of it felt like a movie that could be in theaters all summer, and it got close to Avatar, and then just nobody's going to see it anymore. Avatar was mostly three D, which was a more expensive ticket too. Yeah, I mean that's one thing to consider. All right. Also, they have cast, or it's official, not unof- not official. Sigourney Weaver is going to be in Ghostbusters three. That's something I okay. read. I mean, that kind of leans toward a connection to the original movies, at least. Well, I mean, that's what they've been. That's what they've been shopping it as. So, Travis, they're giving it back to the fans. Uh, that's what I heard. And fans like Sigourney Weaver. We're all big fans. You know what? Of this Alien fan, this fan liked Lady Busters. So there. Uh, and then John Cena was cast in Fast and the Furious Nine, because The Rock won't be in this one because the Hobbs uh, and Shaw spinoff. John Cena, I like, I guess, but he's not The Rock. He no, he's he's not as charming as they're the Rock. not going to make him Rock surrogate, are they? I think he's probably going to be whatever. He'll be like he was in Bumblebee. He'll be the uh, the government guy trying to chase him down. Do you think they're trying to get Keanu in on uh, Fast and they Furious should. at this point? They should have a Fast and Furious John Wick crossover. That's what uh, they should do. The Furious aren't winning that one. <laughs> I think John Cena John Cena could replace Paul Walker more effectively than The Rock, I think. I guess. I think I guess. he could fit that role. I mean... I, Honestly, Keanu Reeves would be a an excellent replacement for Paul Walker, I guess. Yeah, could be. Keanu would be fun in those, you, though. You know they've got to be trying. Just look at how he drives in John Wick. Yeah. There is a Fast and Furious feel to some of those car chases. So Him being a villain would be interesting, except for like you can't, you, you can't kill John Wick. True. He is 100% unkillable. I think he's got some sort of superhero. I think you're going to find out that they're like evolved humans or they've been tested or something the funny thing is that uh having watched i mean seeing seeing john wick 2 you can tell you're dealing with a you're dealing with a uh, a world that is definitely you know there, there's like a there's a comic book element of this weird society of assassins but even so finding out that he has superpowers would be weird yeah it's gone it's gone too far to do that like you say but Man, he takes some hits and shots that would kill a regular man. <laughs> like, even John Wick 2, when he gets plowed, that car just gets hit like 18 times. Oh, you'll... And he gets thrown from it, and he just stands up, and he's kind of like, that kind of hurt. But he keeps fighting. You'll see... It's superhuman strength. You'll see John Wick 3. It, I think it's just the balance of, even though ridiculous things happen to this character that no one could possibly withstand, and even if... Even if they could, they the injuries would be long lasting and have permanent <laughs> effects. Right. John Wick's knees would be gone. I like to think I'm pretty tough, but when I got thrown around in a car earlier this year, man, it hurt really bad. Like I, I did climb out and I 
I was able to walk, but I don't know that I would have felt like fighting uh, trained assassins at that point. <laughs> the thing they at least do with John Sitting Wick down is seemed like a good idea. <laughs> they do you the courtesy of at least making him look kind of beat up and tired. Right, more so than Whereas, as we've discussed previously, yeah. yeah, Dom Toretto, <laughs> the the white sleeveless isn't even, isn't even sweaty. It went from white to beige. Uh, Just from his masculinity. Dom Toretto will go as far as letting his eyebrow get cut a little bit. (laughs) Whereas some pretty pretty rough stuff happens to John in... uh, Parabellum. Parabellum. There was a movie called Parabellum, wasn't there? Uh, I would encourage you to not try to figure out what Parabellum means. Let it be told to you in the the movie. All right. It's a fun reveal for someone who just didn't happen to know what Parabellum means. And it ties everything back up in a bow because Ian McShane is in John Wick. Ian McShane is... Ian McShane, I would have to watch it again and see. He doesn't seem to look that much older. If you could choose one voice of anybody that's ever been in cinema or TV, Ian McShane is probably like... Off the top of my head, a great choice. I saw a great quote, and I don't remember who it was. Uh, Ian McShane said that some person called him up to do a voice for a documentary. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It was something to the effect of, like, someone called him and said, Ian, could you do a project for me? He's like, yeah, what's going on? And he's like, I need a voice for a movie, and Orson Welles is dead. <laughs> Which is pretty accurate for, you know, for Ian McShane's voice. Yeah. Maybe I should work on an Ian McShane impression. <laughs> I don't know. Travis, we shoot for not having the explicit <laughs> tags. <clears throat> I will Chuck say that truckers. Much. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of uh Ian McShane stuff and he's pretty sweary in most of it. Uh there's a movie that I like a lot called Sexy Beast that he's in and he's he's relatively vulnerable. Oh, he's in story. that? I've yeah. I've heard of that movie. It's got a Sir, what's his name in it? Yeah. You know, the Mandarin. Yes. Oh, that's his name. Gandhi. <laughs> yes. Oh, You'll what's his there. name? Oh, You're going to get there. Uh, uh, Sir, Sir Lancelot. No, that's not it. Come on, Trav. Sir you can do Sean it. Sir Sean Connery. No. Come on, Travis. Sir Ian McShane. No. No, you're not there yet. Dang it. What's his name? If he were to be a monarch, just the attitude that he has to take on. A monarch butterfly? I don't... Kenobi, Kenobi. plus someone ben who Ben Kingsley. There you go. All right. We got there. Thank yeah. you. Ben Kingsley is incredibly intense. This in is a fun Beast. game, actually. I adore <laughs> the movie Sexy Beast. Uh, Ray Winstone is in it, and he's really good in it. And then oh, wow. Ian McShane is in it. Everybody who is in Sexy Beast is really good in it. Mm. But uh, uh, Ian McShane is in that. He looks... I need, to, I need to, to have a Ian McShane renaissance and look through some of the stuff and see if he looks like he ages at all. Find some like old, like young Ian McShane movies or something. I'd have to see. I, you know, I've never looked into his filmography to see the, I think the farthest back. Cause that's I'd imagine he has is, to go back to the seventies. Wouldn't he? I have no idea. Boy. Sexy beast is in 2000. So that's 19 years ago. And he still looks, he looks like an older gentleman. That movie's 19 years old. Yeah. If you'd uh, like put a gun to my head and say choose, I would have said like I don't know, maybe nine years ago. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Time is weird. Time is definitely weird, Travis. You ain't wrong. Time is wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. You're not wrong at all. Time Lord stuff. All right, we ready for open or uh, what did I, I almost said open mic? Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try and do a set. Are you going mic. to That's be a, a microphone there. magician for us? <laughs> Magic mic. Okay. 
So you had mentioned earlier that you're, uh, you, you believed Miss, uh, Miss Weigert's portrayal of Calamity Jane to Calamity be Jane. somewhat Sling Blade-esque. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so I was wondering if we could uh, see, have a talk with old Carl Childers. Carl Childers from Sling Blade. All right, we can do that. Yeah. All right, are you ready for this? Okay. Uh, look around the room. Are there any uh, sharp objects? Oof. Well, I, I leave this uh, lawnmower in the corner for... Yeah. I've been trying to work on it. I want it to get better. But, I mean, uh, I do think it's weird that you're working on call. you're working on a lawnmower in our studio. In a That's strange. Studio. <laughs> but I mean, we work with what we have. You're right, yeah. I mean, you wanted to come in out of the heat. I get it. I'm it's a man, hot. I'm a man of the people, Trav. Have a lemonade. Get some lawnmower too, grease on your hands. I'm too proud to not work on a lawnmower in my professional studio. It does smell like freshly cut grass in here, so yeah. that's kind of pleasant, yeah. actually. All right. Here we go. Strawberry shortcake. Hello? Hello? Mr. Mr. Childers, did you get my email? Yeah, I reckon I, I, reckon I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I did. We haven't, we haven't seen hide nor hair of you for quite a long time, Mr. Carl Childers. My, my email address is splittingheadache at uh, msn.com. Mm-hmm. Carl Childers, if you yep, were to, if me. I were to put a gun, which I'm not going to put a gun to your head. You, you ought not do that. But hypothetically, mm. I if do I not were recommend put a, you put a gun to my head. Mm-hmm. If I were to put a gun to your head and uh, and ask you what year did uh, your your uh, award winning film Sling Blade come out? What year would you mm. say that is? Let me think. Um, I'm going to say '98. Uh, You're. You're in the ballpark. I'm in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. What I'm looking right. at here, what I'm looking at here says 1995, but then lower it says release date March 14th, 1997 for the United Ooh, States. I, I was pretty close. You said ballpark. That makes me think of uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs make me think of potted meat, mm-hmm. Venus sausages. It's good stuff. That's what I eat. Mm-hmm. And then the IMDb calls it at 1996. No one can agree on when your movie came out. Well, maybe it was two different versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you weren't here. You weren't here for this conversation that Travis and I just had. But we we both agreed upon that time is weird. Time is linear, mm-hmm. well, unless it isn't. It's a time is a is a construct mm-hmm. that's been invented by man. Uh, we were the ones that came up with years and days and hours and all that and such nonsense. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I have not seen your film since around when it came out. There's a well, lot of really you should cool watch it, and then you'll get into eating biscuits and mustard. Mm-hmm. Do you talk about mashed taters in that, or am I, am I, I just like getting mashed it? taters? Like you know, I like lumps in my mashed taters. It makes feel, me feel like I'm eating. I feel real like food. you and Samwise Gamgee kind of live in a taterverse. Yeah. Into the Taterverse? Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I have read Would you the agree Lord to be a part Rings of a books. film called Into the Taterverse? I, why not? Be Who like, else should we bring? We could bring like, Napoleon Dynamite. He's got he's got tater tots in his pocket. Ron mm-hmm. Ron White. Ron White, tater salad. They call mm-hmm. him tater salad. Should we bring Travis Tate? Uh, yeah. Later to right, that well, maybe we'll see about putting him in a in a motion picture Boy, as I well. Mm. You've almost uh, I can almost feel a uh, I can almost feel a photoshopped picture coming up on Facebook. That, that's a good idea. Maybe yeah. when I get my phone upgrade, I can do that. I'll bring up a Adobe Photoshop. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of phone are you rocking these days? Mr. Well, I got Carl a Nokia. Childers. It's one of them flip phones. It looks like uh, it looks like Captain Kirk would use it. I, when I open it up, I kind of stick my hip out, so it sounds like I'm 
uh, hailing the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. I like me some Star Trek. Do you? I call it Future Show. Huh. Yep. Interesting. I, I eat biscuits and mustard while I watch it. Do you, uh, do you Mr. find... Mr. Spock is my favorite. Do you find yourself talking with Dwight Yoakam much these days? Well, I mean, I did cut his head right down the middle with a lawnmower blade. Yes. So he does hold that against me. The actor, Dwight Yoakam, of course. But because I, I accidentally, actually, accidentally hit him you've on purpose. Got, you've got to respect a guy mm-hmm. like Dwight Yoakam, who already had a, a very successful country music career. Yeah, he's or, been in some other things. He was in, uh, uh, he was in that uh, Crank movie with uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, mm-hmm. for being he's someone, too. for being someone who has already Jake, been successful. It's Jason Statham. Who Jason Statham? Yeah, me and Carl we hang out on the weekends. Oh yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah. Have you? Have you uh, have you rated the mic, Jason Safem? I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, it's good to see you, Jason Safem. I'm having a bubble with Carl. Here's oh. Carl. Okay, Jason Safem. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dwight Yoakam looking like Dwight Yoakam does, and not only getting into movies, but being willing to play parts for someone who looks like Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam kind of looks like, he looks a little like Tom Petty, actually. He does. He looks like Tom Petty, who did not take very good care of themselves. He was running down a dream. Which, you know, mm-hmm. all, all due respect to Dwight Yoakam, I'm, I'm, I'm giving Dwight a hard time. But, you know, we all do the best we can with what we've been given. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's, but he's, he's had a real good you know, career. He's, he's a kind of dirtbag character in Sling Blade, and I... I have to assume he kind of runs the same way in Crank, though I haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah, he's a he's a dirtbag. I told him, you ought not hurt that boy. Yeah. But he didn't listen. He did not listen. And I was forced. I had My hand was forced to cut his head in half. You did not seem particularly nonplussed about doing that in the film. I mean, it's just a part of life. It's a natural human reaction. Mm-hmm. Your, your decision-making as far as hitting Dwight Yoakam in the head with a sling blade could be summed up with, eh. It's black and white situation as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You'd been pushed to, a man pushed to the edge. That's correct. Falling down. I was you, Michael Douglas oh boy. and falling down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about falling down right now. Uh, you were falling the- down was a was a song sang by uh, Scarlett Johansson on her album. Scarlett Johansson has an album. Yeah, it's from from the early two thousands. You should check it out. Are you messing with me right now, Carl? Hundred percent truth. Carl doesn't mess around with people. I'll be dad gummed. Carl doesn't like teasing. I'm not teasing you, Carl Childers. I don't like teasing people, and I don't Carl, like being stop teased. Are you teasing my, me? Stop looking at my studio lawnmower, please. What's that lawnmower doing over there, anyhow? Yeah, it's, it needs a little work done. All right. Carl. We're cool. Keep your hand away from it. All right. I'm calm. You worked with the late, great John Ritter on that film as well. John Ritter was a delight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. taken from us too soon. He was a really cool guy. He had biscuits and ketchup, and look where that got him. I'm a biscuits and mustard man, and I'm still here. You Mm -hmm. think that that's the secret to long life, mustard? I think so, yeah. It puts hair on your chest, and it it keeps keeps your ear hair growing until you're in your 90s. Ear hair is bad. But that's the... If you pluck your ear hair, you'll die a day sooner. You didn't know that? Is that true? That's 100% true. I am, Science uh, proved it. I'm in a bad way because I try to keep up on my ear hair. You know those late night uh, commercials for suing people? You know, like uh, vaginal mesh and things like that? Do they have that? No, they're coming out with one. It's going to be, did you pluck your ear hair because Cosmopolitan Magazine told you to? Well, you can sue them now because you, you're going to die a day earlier. Oh, I might, I might be. Uh, Excuse me, my phone is ringing. <laughs> I might be. Uh, I might be up for some money. I guess. 
It wasn't for me. It was a wrong number. Carl, I really appreciate this information you've given me. Anytime. Well, uh, you have been a gem. Thank you. Much like... Are you teasing me? No, I was teasing? Nope. You've been a gem. Much like like Al Swearingen's Gem Saloon. You ever watch Deadwood, Carl? Yeah, it's my favorite show. Everybody there talks like me, especially Calamity Jane. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do like Calamity Jane. Me and Calamity Jane... That that's my dream girl. I got a poster of her hanging on my ceiling. Oh, that is a, mm, that in my cell. Attractive mm-hmm. view. I, you know, I've never gotten into season three. Maybe we'll have a crossover episode. That's right. She got a beaver pelt. I can't stop thinking about. Uh, Carl, before we get any further on that, I'm going to send you back to the sling blade zone. All right, biscuit and mustard. I'm back. Carl was about to say some lascivious things about uh, Ms. Weigert. <laughs> oh. I can't. I cannot bar that. <laughs> he will not pass. Well, I mean, you're still in one piece. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I do notice the lawnmower blade has been moved. Uh, he was edging. Toward it's it. next to my side now. He was edging toward it. He must have he, been squeezing hard. I've got. I've got blood on my hand. He has something. A, he has something of a sling blade sense. <laughs> like I saw, it was like Magneto, and like zzz, and it started to edge toward him. Is it Magneto or Magneto? It's Magneto. I Thanos, that, Thanos. It's it, Magneto. No, it's Magneto. I. Yeah. Do you get that? That must be difficult for you as a stand-up of like you've heard a bit before, and it's hard not to latch on to a funny thing something someone said. I mean, I can't remember someone. My, someone was talking. They were talking about Ian McKellen in particular being a classically, classically trained actor. That right. he's he is the magner, master of magnetism, but he calls himself Magneto. So he'd be like, "What is this?" Magneto. I'm like, no, it's Magneto. You don't say Magneto. It's Magneto. <laughs> so I, it's just one of those things you get. It's just a... Was it you? I think I was talking to someone at work the way that uh, Steve Martin in the movie L.A. Story calls Pasadena Pasadena. So I'm always going to call it Pasadena for me. Pasadena? Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. You just get stuck on those things. So again, like I was saying, as a stand-up comic, I, I literally can't say Pasadena without ending up saying Pasadena. I mean, I just try to write things about my own life so i don't have to worry about that but yeah i i get what you're you're talking about like uh what something funny i didn't invent it but i think it's funny to say is uh i think it was brian regan that actually said epitome is epitone yeah and hyperbole is hyperbole like that's funny to me the uh the, the thanos thing I'll is say very things, organic and i'm just never gonna get on i'll board say things thanos. purposely incorrect like that i can't think of them off the top of my head right now but i know there's some thanos is not an affectation that's just it's what i'm gonna be right that's just how you read it no i get it i'm a thanos man living in a thanos world hermione it was uh harimone or whatever i can't remember Uh, i thought it was hermione yeah Hermione. i had never heard that it you know you hear it enough and yeah hermione hermione kind of more shortened (laughs) to hermione right makes sense but when I heard it, when I'd read it for a few years, is that in my head the head cannon was Hermia. When I first heard someone say Hermione, I'm like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> All right, well, we yeah. should probably wrap this puppy up. All right, well, as Put per the usual, as per the usual, uh, we love people who subscribe to our podcast if they like us. Yeah, we love you if you love us. We are a, that's healthy. We are often excited at the prospect of a rating and subscription. We already said to screw a rating as well as a bit of a review. That excites us. <laughs> so exciting! It's like lightning. It's very exciting. Right. Thunderbolts and lightning. Very very exciting. 
Yeah. So if you if you would get up on that stuff, you know, on the iTunes, throw us some throw us some bones there. It's how we become, tell your friends. It's how we become, you know, in the view of other people. Share the like love. Uh, if you would like to contact us and tell us anything. Ask us uh, for advice. That, that'll be fun. Sure. Sure. I guess we can go that way. You want way. Sean Connery to give you I'm a super a smart guy. Love advice. Uh, but if you'd like to contact us later to the tater at gmail.com is how you get there. And you can follow me at Travis Tate funny on pretty much everything. Jake Instagram. underscore doll on Twitter. It's, Twitter. it's your own damn fault if you do. So you got any dates coming up, Travis? Uh, yeah. Uh, June 28th. Wise guys, Jordan landing. I'm headlining. Come to that show. Bring some friends. And if you listen to this and you come to the show, please come say hi. I'm playing Diablo all the damn time. That's where you can find me if you can. But look, I'm not look. I'm not going to entertain you any more than I have to. So do what you got to. So uh, Blue Wave Theory is the music that we use. We thank them for that. Uh, other than that, my man, I got to say this has been a show. It has been a show. I just had an idea, oh, and this might be oh, crazy. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. If you come to my show and you say Magic Mike sent me, I will give you a free T-shirt. Hey, man. You can't, you can't be free. Free T-shirt. It's yeah. a world's greatest dad T-shirt, so if you're a lady, I don't know, you can just wear it to bed. Hey, man. Irony is the Paint irony in, it. Is I don't care. in vogue these days. Yeah. So. Why not? So, hey. You might be the world's greatest dad. If you're a single mom, you might be. Y'all got an offer out there. If you come up to me and say Magic Mike, that'll be, I don't know. And then if I forget, Stiff handshake. You just just remind me. Don't feel like I I'm 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 backing out. I People, just forgot. Don't be shy. Travis yeah. is not Travis is not what I would say a uh, uh, unapproachable human being. I'm very approachable. So, approach at will. People approach me all the time and they're like, "Hey, you're in my way." And I'm like, "Sorry." So, for People who love to approach out there, this has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate, and better Tate than never.